0: welcome to the christian wealth podcast where people come to learn what the bible says about money wealth and business be inspired by some of the greatest christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet enjoy this episode with your host alex cook
1: alex cook the founder of wealth with purpose back with us alex welcome back to 2020. thanks Neil. great to be with you again Hey Alex, uh, interesting topic as uh, listeners might have their own uh, question to ask, but an interesting one today protecting your family from hardship. Just as the treasurer is about to uh, to uh, hand down his federal budget, uh, just before we get into some issues around that, uh, you know, we'll have a special segment tomorrow we'll unpack all sorts of things from a Christian perspective on how the budget looks, but you know, what hardship is likely to be something uh, for many people. Many Australians are already beginning to experience this.
0: Yeah, well, look, obviously hardship comes in in many forms. But the the one obviously at the moment that is most talked about is cost of living pressure. But today, the one I was thinking more along the lines of is around this issue of the fact that we we live in a fallen world. And so sometimes our finances get affected uh, in very negative ways. And that could be due to things like our health. You know, I'm sure pretty much all listeners will know someone who's been affected where they haven't been able to work for, you know, a long period of time due to an illness like cancer or, you know, a loved one has died uh, prematurely. Um, So there are those kinds of things. And, of course, there's other ones like loss of assets due to accident and natural disaster. And, you know, boy, has Australia had some of those over the last, you know, two or three years with uh, the fires and um, and, and the floods. You know, I think I heard this morning it was Narrabri that had to be... um, have been asked to evacuate so you know there's all these sort of things that can have a big impact on on our finances um you know and the bible tells us you know we live in a fallen world it's it's, you know, when God made it, it, was good. But due to sin, it's, it's uh, you know, the wheels came off. And, of course, we now find ourselves where people, you know, occasionally encounter hardship. But I think there's good news to this, because, as I say, whilst hardship is a reality uh, for many people, and I know many listeners will be probably feeling cost of living pressures, but the reality is there's lots of things that we can do to limit it and, and things we can do to protect our families Uh, from hardship that comes along unexpectedly okay
1: so it's the unexpected but if it's anticipated it's not so much unexpected because we have this wonderful thing called insurance Uh, sometimes christians uh, battle with that even though it's you know it sounds like it could for some sounds like a a attention on faith uh, in god or getting insurance Uh, let's talk about insurance and that sort of thing Uh, A lack of faith uh, insuring your family? Uh, Won't God protect us? What are your views here, Alex?
0: Yeah, look, it's a great question. I've had a number of people uh, say to me over the years that they didn't want insurance because they felt it was a lack of faith. So to me, the the better way to think about it is, is it's a wisdom issue. You know, I I love the book of Proverbs. You know, Proverbs speaks very much to giving us, you know, wise uh, advice, uh, you know, through God's word. And there's a great one in Proverbs 22 where it says, A sensible man watches for problems ahead and prepares to meet them. The simpleton never looks and suffers the consequences. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of us will know someone who has been sick. Uh, I mean, statistically, uh, for a man, there's a one in three chance of getting cancer for a woman it's 1 in 4 during your lifetime and that's you know according to the Australian health statistics that's up to the age of 75 so it's a very you know high probability and that's just cancer there's also other things that can happen as well so to me from a, uh, the point of view of being sensible we know these things can happen because we've seen them happen to others i think there's a real danger that we think oh well it happened to others but it won't happen to me i think that's you know an unwise way to look at it so i see insurance as a wisdom issue not a lack of faith issue Um, you know there's you know there's absolutely no question that God loves us Uh, there's a element of God protection in our in our life but also you know Jesus made it very clear that we and he warns us that we'll have trials in this life you know there will be challenges along the way and so I think one of the great things about insurance is it's a simple case of prevention is better than cure you know at the end of the day uh, having you know, you can prevent financial hardship. You know, if someone runs into your car, you know that might be a you know, twenty thousand dollar loss if you're not insured. On the other hand, if you have you know basic insurance, you know you're in much better shape. But the 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 one I like to think of is more just you know young families. You know, you might be listening to this, and you got your first couple of kids have come along. What if something were to happen to you or to your spouse? Uh, you know, particularly to the, the one who's the, the, the key breadwinner, or maybe it's both of you, in which case you both need, well, you should both be in short anyway. But nonetheless, the point being is that we need to make sure that you know, we're being wise and that we're protecting our loved ones because we want them to be able to continue on and have a, a relatively normal life um, if something were to happen to us. I think that to me is the, the wisdom of the issue living in a fallen world. Interesting, isn't it, that
1: through our life, uh, in our younger years, we're not so interested in these things, but as soon as you marry and there's uh, two or three kids, uh, then all of a sudden your perspective changes, and it's not all about you. It's about how you protect your family, and, of course, anticipating Mm. that there will be some hard and tough times and even things that take us by surprise into our future. This is the way to look ahead. Looking ahead, uh, this is something, I guess, We can find some biblical examples
0: Mm, of course i mean you know i think of the story of joseph you know he he interprets the, the dreams and he sees what seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine now as a result of that dream he was able to say hey look we need to prepare for this we need to make sure that when the famine hits we've taken advantage of the times of plenty. And look, you could actually apply that same story to, to modern, day, you know, modern day life. We know that there's a, a business cycle, things go up and we have you know, boom periods, and then we know we have recessions from time to time. And so you wanna make sure that when the rainy day hits, you know, you've got cash reserves and things like that. So there's, as I say, that's just one great story from scripture you know, when we think of Joseph, but the reality is um, you could apply that very much to today. Um, and get making sure that we are prepared just you know allowing for the fact as i say that things happen that we we don't expect along the way
1: i imagine too uh, that uh, you know whether you are a christian or not a christian uh, there's the immaturity of the young christian and then there's a maturing to appreciate and understand responsibility that you have on your shoulders and there's a certain sense i guess uh, where uh, this is like a discipleship issue how you actually deal with the uh, putting aside some dollars for a rainy day not necessarily being out of step with our faith
0: oh 100 percent. as you say you know um, very much a discipleship issue and, and you know in that sense life is a journey and we need to disciple younger people to help them realize that uh you know in in this world challenges will come and we need to Try and address some of those in advance if we can. You know, I always think of, you know, even, uh, it's not trying to get off topic here, but when you think about persecution, that's obvious that that's now starting to come into the West. You know, it hasn't been there for a very long time. We've been enormously blessed. But we need to prepare our hearts for that and knowing how we're going to be when those things come. So once again, you could apply that same principle to our finances and making sure that we disciple people to understand that there is a wise way of handling money. You know, teaching your kids, for example, how to save, how to save not just for a rainy day, but to save for the future. And that's trying to, Help them to understand that you need to put money aside, um, you know, for, for certain things that occur in the future. But also, you know, it's not just teaching them to save; it's also teaching them generosity. So, as you say, there is a real discipleship issue here, and I think money is a great thing to disciple people over. Because money is often very linked to our heart, you know, how we, how we handle money, our attitudes toward it, very much uh, reflect our heart attitudes. You know, are we willing to live generously and part with our money and to help others, uh, you know, to fund God's kingdom and to have that eternal focus? So it's very much, as you say, a discipleship issue that we need to uh, help each other with, not just, you know, younger people, but we've got to help each other with because it's, uh, you know, it's a challenge we're all going to face.
1: I think you've inadvertently come up with a new product for the insurance industry, Alex. Persecution, <laughs> persecution insurance. <laughs> I don't know whether there even I don't know whether there even is that uh, that sort of product is there, but uh, you know, if you could get you know prove that you were under persecution through the courts, you could actually make a claim on your insurance. <laughs> hey, look, uh, you know, uh, that's just you know one little uh, sort of even uh, you know laughing and being a bit flippant about that dimension, but Uh, When we're talking about is insurance really necessary, uh, I guess some Mm. people are tougher nuts to convince than others. Uh, uh, Let's talk about that, uh, when insurance is really necessary.
0: Yeah, so really it, it all comes down to your circumstances. So the philosophical position I explain to people is that insurance is not about making you rich if something goes wrong, it's about preventing you from being poor. So the question anyone needs to ask is, what would happen to me or to my loved ones in the event that certain things happen? One could be premature death, one could be, you know, disablement, and what would be the financial impact on on ourselves or our families if that were to arise? And probably the big question people need to answer is, how long could your family survive without an income? Could they still pay the rent? Could they pay the mortgage? You know, how long could you last? Now, obviously, if someone's very wealthy and they've built up a you know, good investment assets, then they don't need to worry and insurance for them will be irrelevant. Um, but for the majority of us, as we're working our way through our, our life and our adult life in particular, there is gonna be seasons when having insurance is really necessary uh, to make sure that we've been responsible adults and responsible parents to make sure that our kids will be well looked after if something were to happen to us. So to me, it's as I say, it's not about trying to make people rich and it's not about a lack of faith or anything like that. It's about making sure that in these, you know, this fallen world with the strange things that could happen to us that the family would still be okay. They'd still be able to get on with their life and still do the things that you had originally planned, like the kinds of schooling. And, you know, they're not forced to up and move home straight away if someone passes away. All those kind of pressures that hit people if they're inadequately insured.
1: Now, Alex, there are so many different types of insurance that we could all access Uh, I wonder whether it's even possible to have, like, overkill paranoia, so much insurance that you actually don't need that. If you're trying to get a a bit of a, you know, a short list of the most important types of insurance that you might think are necessary, where do you think you start there?
0: (laughs) Yeah, look, so I break it up to two categories, but just to address one of the things you just said there, you know, can people have too much? Can they go overboard? And the answer is yes. However, in Australia, we actually have the opposite problem. We have a chronic underinsurance problem. So, the, the big risk for many people is that if something does happen to them, they're inadequately prepared um, to make up for that loss of income if something were to happen to them. So very important to realize that that's a chronic Australian issue. Um, but to, to address the question here, we break it up It's three, insurance is really pretty straightforward. There's two main categories, what we call general insurances, where you're insuring assets, you know, like your car and your house. And then there's personal insurances when you're insuring a human being. And so that's things like life insurance, income protection etc but just because of what we're talking about here i'll assume that the average person you know does have car insurance most of us are aware of the risks to our cars most people do insure their homes against fire and flood and things like that so the one i want to address more because i think this is where the chronic underinsurance issue is is around personal insurances So if you were to pass away, you want to make sure that there's sufficient life insurance for your loved ones in the event that that money is needed, you know, to get them through school, to raise kids, etc. Likewise, if you became permanently disabled, um, there's a form of cover called TPD, Total and Permanent Disablement, which will give you a lump sum if you're unable to ever work again. Uh, Another very popular one and very heavily claimed on policy is called trauma insurance. This is probably the one that people haven't heard of or it's often the, the least heard of one even though it's been around for over 20 years. And what trauma does is it pays you a lump sum in the event that you suffer from a particular um, health issue like cancer, heart attack, stroke. So it's just a case of being diagnosed with it. You don't necessarily have to stop work or anything like that, but it will pay you a lump sum. So that's a really uh, commonly claimed on one. And then of course, the last one, which many listeners will be familiar with is called income protection. So if you're unable, I use the word deliberately, unable to go to work due to sickness or accident, you will probably have a successful income protection claim and the insurance company will pay about 70% of your income until you can return to work or until the the policy expires. So really important policies to to consider, but in light of your circumstance, and of course I'd encourage people to get advice, don't just go Google it. This is an area where you wanna make sure you're adequately insured uh, and you've got good quality policies. Don't skimp on it just because you're looking for the cheapest, make sure you get quality policies. they are gonna look after your family if something does happen. Okay, easy to put this
1: off and not take any action. Perhaps today is an action day for uh, listeners around uh, issues of how you're looking after your family uh, go with the insurance issues. So what should you do? Uh, is there a sort of a, a to-do list that you could write down for today, Alex?
0: Absolutely. Look, so the best way, the best thing I would encourage people to do is just to reflect on their particular personal situation. So... There's a couple of questions you should ask yourself. And that is firstly, like, how would your family cope financially if you were no longer there? So that's a really important one. If you're no longer there, how are they going to get by financially? What would be the situation like for your family? And what would happen to the family's financial position in in that regard, and what you know what impact may it have on the family's lifestyle? Now this is, as I say, not about making you rich, but it's more about making sure that the family is able to still do the things they were wanting to do. For example, if your kids are in a particular school, you don't want them ripped out of the school simply because all of a sudden, Uh, something has happened in your life that prevents you from being able to pay the fees. So there's all those kinds of things. So everyone's situation will be a bit different, um, but I would encourage you just to reflect on what, and I call it the what-if questions. You know, what if I got sick? What if I passed away? How would this impact my loved ones? They're the questions you need to be able to answer. And then once you do that, you can then work on the finances side of it. And the financial side of it will be considering things like how much debt you have, Okay, Uh, and obviously most people when they pass want to leave an asset to their family, like their house, so they want to make sure it's debt free, Um, but probably the biggest issue is when someone either passes or whether they become permanently disabled is the loss of family income, and the question is how are you going to replace that family income. And that's where insurances like income protection and total and permanent disablement come in. So they're the things that people need to reflect on, um, particularly uh, for the the breadwinner in the house. Now these days, you know, many houses are double income, so it could be both of you, or it might be one of you who is the the breadwinner. Um, Even the person who doesn't work most likely will still need to be insured because they bring a significant economic value to the house, even though they may not be earning money. So, for example, if um, you know if a mother passed away and she wasn't working, the father would often have to you know to bring in external care and things like that to help with raising the children. So, there's all sorts of considerations to think about whether someone is the breadwinner or not. So, lots of things to reflect on, and uh, lots of questions just to ask yourself um, and ask what impact we this have on our family if certain things were to happen. I call it, to say, well, the what-if questions. Yeah.
1: And, Alex, uh, I'll often say at the end of segments when we're talking about Christians and finance, uh, there's lots of free uh, resources, e-books, the My Toolkit on your website. Is there a particular uh, resource there that deals with insurance on your wealthwithpurpose.com website?
0: Uh, there is, indeed. Um, so probably the best thing, if people want to explore this in more detail... If they go to our past webinars, there's actually one on insurance uh, that we did last year, so still very up-to-date, and uh, that just explains these policies in more detail, helps people to work out how much they need to make sure they're not underinsured, and just helps them to become aware of the different types of policies that are out there so they can protect uh, their loved ones. So, yeah, jump on our past webinars would probably be the best bet for a topic like this.
1: Okay, and you can connect with Alex Cook, Uh, Find that past webinar at wealthwithpurpose.com. You can also follow Alex on Facebook and on Twitter. There is an email, askalex at wealthwithpurpose.com too. Alex Cook, great getting your insights and look forward to having you as a guest tomorrow too as we unpack some dimensions of the federal budget that the Treasurer will be handing down tonight. But thanks so much for an update today, Alex. Looking forward to it.